0: Ladies and gentlemen, from the Universal Church of Freedom, Peace, and Justice, Deacon Gerald Celenty. Hello, this is Deacon Celenty of the Universal Church of Freedom, Peace, and Justice. Uh, Freedom, peace, justice. Well, of course, some of the biggest news is what's going on with the Ukraine war. Well, over 100 days going on. And you go back... Just several days ago, and we had NATO's chief says Ukraine shouldn't drop goals of driving Russia out of Crimea. This was an interview with the Washington Post. The NATO secretary Jens Stoltenberg said Ukraine shouldn't avoid declaring ambitious war. A- should shouldn't avoid declaring ambitious war aims of driving Russia out of the eastern Donbass region and Crimean Peninsula, which Russia has controlled since 2014, but they never mentioned that there was a vote in Crimea, of which well over 80% of the people turned out, and and over 96% said that they did not want to go with the new government that the United States installed when they overthrew the democratically elected government of Viktor Yanukovych in 2014, as is explicitly detailed in the 2014 spring edition of the Trends Journal. Then you have Ukraine's president, Zelensky saying that it will fight for all territory. And now Ukraine acknowledges it is losing artillery war to Russia. Ukraine troops are currently firing 5,000 to 6,000 artillery rounds a day, they said. Everything now depends on what the West gives us, the intelligence officials said. Our Western partners have given us about ten percent of what they have. Western partners in murder. It's Western partners in crime. How about Asia? How about Africa? How about the Middle East? How about South America? Why aren't they all pouring weapons in here? This is a losing war, and no one is talking about peace. We are. And the Universal Church of Freedom, Peace, and Justice, along with Occupy Peace, will be holding a peace and freedom festival in Kingston, New York, on July 23rd, on the four corners of Freedom, John and Crown Street, the most historic four corners in America, the only place where pre-revolutionary war stone buildings exist. And the rally will be held behind the Franz Rogan House 1750s building. And the Constitution that was written for New York State right here in Kingston when it was the first capital before the British burnt it down. Over 70% of America's constitution comes from that constitution. So the seeds of democracy were sown here, and we're going to be planting them to stop this madness that's going on. Ukraine foreign fighters sentenced to death in separatist Donbas region, terrible. Three men who were fighting alongside Ukrainian forces have now been sentenced to death after they were captured. Is there any talk about peace? No. And those that want to or discuss it are criticized and attempted to be silenced. Polish president slams other European leaders for talking with Putin. Polish president Andrzej Duda slammed the leaders of Germany and France over the phone calls with Russian President Vladimir Putin in an interview with the German newspaper Bild, due to liken the calls to speaking with Hitler during World War II. So Poland has been a key supporter and supplier of deadly weapons to Ukraine and they don't want peace. The Polish leader criticized German Chancellor Olaf Scholz, for his reluctance to send more heavy weapons to Ukraine. Heavy weapons. Heavy weapons of death. This is madness in front of our eyes. The U.S., Britain, Poland, and the Baltic states and other Eastern European nations have discouraged diplomacy with Moscow and favor sending more advanced weaponry Into the war zone. Germany, France, and Italy have been calling for negotiations and are more reluctant to pour arms into Ukraine. This is from antiwar.com. So, who will win the Ukraine war? Let's go back over the weeks and months. Our goal is crystal clear Putin must not win a war. And I am convinced that he will not win it. That was Chancellor Schultz from Germany. Our commitment is to be there for you until the fight is done, said Nancy Pelosi. We stand with Ukraine until victory is won. Will she stand when she says we? Who does she mean the we? Oh, those foreign soldiers that went over there that are fighting a war not in their country and nothing to do with them that are now sentenced to death? Ukraine clearly believes that, this, that it can win, and so does everyone here, said Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin of the United States. The Lloyd Austin that was a general and former board member of Raytheon, the second largest defense contractor in the United States. I think winning is very clearly defined by Ukraine whose sovereignty is fully respected, whose territorial integrity is not violated by Russia or any other country, for that matter, and they can win. And they certainly believe that they can do it. This goes back weeks ago. That's the Pentagon spokesperson, John Kirby. I have one message for you today. Ukraine will win. Ukraine will be fine, said Boris Johnson. The prime minister of the United Kingdom and that Duda from Poland I believe deeply that Ukraine will win Ukraine will not win they will not defeat the Russians we're opposed to the war but we also are not opposed to reality and that Napoleon couldn't defeat Russia That Hitler, who killed between 25 and 27 million of them with Operation Barbarossa in World War II, couldn't defeat them, and the Russians were the first to defeat the Germans. Ukraine, a country of 40 million, fighting a country of 140 million with much more advanced weaponry, will not defeat them. And that the weapons that are being sent are just going to continue to bloody the killing fields and destroy the country and the sanctions and all of the pressures put on russia and the war going on is driving up inflation all things are connected like the blood which unites us all said chief seattle and this inflation is also connected to the war besides the ridiculous money pumping that they do to pump up the bigs and keep the equity markets going and cover up their failures for closing down society with their COVID war, that have destroyed the lives and livelihoods of hundreds of millions of people and businesses around the world. They expected the inflation rate in the United States for May to be 8.3% came in at 8.6%. Gasoline prices now are at $5 a gallon across the country. Gas and oil prices spiking up all over the world. People falling into deep poverty. Crime rising, violence, government corruption. World War III has begun. People will only make it official when an atom bomb, is, a nuclear bomb is dropped. It's official. People across the planet are suffering as a result of this war. Wheat prices, barley prices, sunflower oil. they are talking about putting restrictions on the use of gas and oil in Europe come the winter. The worst is yet to come if we don't have peace. And what else will drive up the oil prices? More war. Again, on the freedom level, our freedom's been stolen from us from the dictators that people call a government that locked down our countries, cities, and states, and destroyed the lives and livelihoods of so many. They decided what to do. No facts were needed. It was only political science, not true science. Again, all things are connected. I was talking about oil prices. This is from ISNA, the Iranian news agency. Zionism, obvious plague for world of Islam, which should be exposed, said their supreme leader. Quote, what are mankind's problems in the world now? They don't know how to coexist, and they act aggressively toward each other. Hajj teaches coexistence, and Hajj people who don't know each other and who are coming from different cultures coexist in peace. Much of the world's miseries and problems are the result of aristocratic lifestyles of luxurious living. Well, the billionaires control the world, all over the world. You're looking at the equity markets in the United States. One percent owns over 50 percent. The top 10 percent own most of the rest. And the people have a little bit in their pensions. They're nothing. A great part of the world's wealth is being spent on such things everywhere. Hajj teaches you to have a simple lifestyle. Today, Zionism is an obvious plague of the world of Islam. The Zionists have always been a plague, even before establishing the fraudulent Zionist regime. Even then, Zionist capitalists were the plague of the whole world. Now they're the plague especially for the world of Islam. The plague of Zionism should be exposed in any way you can. These Arab and non-Arab states that shook hands, kissed, and held meetings with the Zionists won't benefit what they did at all, not at all. This will only be to their loss. Muslim nations oppose the normalization of relations with Zionists, clench their fists and shout slogans against states seeking normalization. The Zionist regime exploits these states. They don't realize it, but we hope They realize it before it's too late. Again, that's coming from the supreme leader, Khamenei, of Iran. Again, agree or disagree, we just put the information out and you think for yourself. Khamenei, Zionist capitalist plague for the world even before Israel. And this article came from the Jerusalem Post. So even they were repeating it. Israel jets said to pound targets south of Damascus for second time this week. That's from the Times of Israel. And from the Times of Israel... Saudi halts flights at Damascus Airport after runway hit in an Israeli strike. So it's okay for Israeli jets to pound targets in Syria, but if anyone did anything to Israel, they would be highly criticized this doesn't make the news i mention this because the tensions are building between israel and iran israel and syria where over a half million people have been killed already by the war started by barack obama the nobel peace prize winner who is quoted as saying that their president, Assad, has to go. That's like a thug saying a person has to go, let's kill him and destroy the country, which Obama also said about Libya. Leader, Muammar Gaddafi. Gaddafi has to go. And now Libya was once the richest country in Africa with more rights and privileges and benefits than much of the world is now a hellhole entrenched in a brutal civil war. Occupation by Israel, quote, is root cause of violence. That's according to the United Nations, a report that came out this Tuesday. A team of investigators appointed last year by UN Rights Council to examine all underlying root causes of Israeli-Palestinian conflicts that Israel clearly has no intention of ending its occupation in Palestinian land. Can you see where this is going? All things are connected. I talked about oil prices. Oil prices could spike well above $150 a barrel if violence breaks out in the Middle East. Who will it hurt? Not only the poor people there, but all around the world. No one's talking about peace. Only one side of the story is being told. Bennett tells IAEA Israel has the right to attack against Iran's nuclear program. Israeli Prime Minister Naftali Bennett met with Rafael Grossi, the head of the International Atomic Energy Agency. And the Israeli leaders said to him that Israel has the right to act against Iran's nuclear program. Israel has the right to attack Syria. Israel has the right to attack Iran. But no one has the right to condemn Israel for its actions as an apartheid state according to the United Nations Israel has between 90 and 300 nuclear warheads Iran has none Israel is not a member of the International Atomic Energy Agency but yet being not a signatory due to its secret nuclear weapons program and has never permitted the IAEA to investigate it, inspect their nuclear facility in Damona, they say they are ready to attack Iran. World War III has begun, and they're ramping it up. Congress ramps up efforts to increase the $813 billion military budget for 2023. Yep. Biden asked for an 813 military budget, which represents a 4% increase, From the year before, with inflation over 8%, Congress wants more. And the Biden administration is poised to agree. So there you have it. They're sending us to war, and they're destroying our lives. People living paycheck to paycheck. Every time they put that nozzle in their gas tank and they look at the numbers going up, how am I going to pay this? How am I going to afford this? They don't care. They're the privileged ones. They're not worried about the rising price of gasoline. They don't look at the gas pump. They have drivers. If we don't unite for peace and start a new movement, we're finished. We're done. Again, they won't acknowledge World War III happened in the history books until a nuclear bomb falls. It's already happened. Like I've said, they say World War I began when they assassinated the Archduke Ferdinand at Sarajevo. Nobody knew what an Archduke was and who cared. And what was a Sarajevo? Oh, some place that was illegally occupied and another. Yeah. No, it was building up before that. Again, July 23rd at the Four Corners of Freedom, John and Crown Street in Kingston, New York. Judge Andrew Napolitano will be a speaker. We have other speakers, big names, we'll be announcing soon. We're going to have great music, the hot damn band, and food, entertainment, speakers. And the deacon will be there, of course. And we need you to be there. We need this to be the beginning of a global peace movement. United we stand, divided we die. Thank you. And amen and a-women.